we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We're here for This Week in Bravo, which is lovingly known as TWIB, where we give you guys all the deets on everything happening, not on our Bravo TVs, but in the Bravo-verse. So all the news, all the scandals, all of that hot and juicy gossip that you just need to know about your favorite Bravo celebrities. And here this week, I have my co-host, Armin Arms. What is up? Eddie, sometimes this week in Bravo is more dramatic than what's happening on screen. And I think this is one of those weeks. This is definitely one of those weeks. And we are going to end with that story, actually. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the traumatizing and like really sad story of Megan King Edmonds with her husband, Jim Edmonds, and the alleged infidelity within that. And she actually came out in response to that, which we will get into later. But we're big fans of Megan King Edmonds on this podcast. Detective MKE. We did yep. a, when we did season uh, 10 of RHOC for our. Housewives, Housewives history. history. This was back uh, in the buttered pop days. Yeah, this is before we moved to the Hot and Bravo label. I um, think uh, Kevin O'Keefe has Megan King Edmonds as a top five housewife. Of all time. For her work that season. And honestly... I know that's controversial, people, but he has a great argument for it. He if you want to go back to Buttered Pop and check that out. You want to go back to the other podcast? <laughs> find us there, listen to that one, and then come back here. Y'all need to know Many episodes about MKE. Ago. But she's fantastic. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that story later. But let's start on... A little bit of a lighter note. For those who watch Southern Charm in New Orleans, you, everyone knows that the big drama of the season is Reagan Charleston no longer being with her former husband and having a new man in her life. And for those who are following her outside of the show, everyone already knows that she's been married and actually had her baby on the 12th of June. Wild. 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 We have really seen that relationship develop over these two seasons. Yeah, well, yeah, so... I mean, the second season isn't even close to being over yeah. with yet, but... So, yeah, I mean, we saw... A I lot mean, has changed. A lot has changed. So, season one, she was with her former husband, Jeff Charleston, and at the beginning of season two, we find out that she has divorced him and now is living with a new man named Reese, and her and Reese are actually married now, and like I said, they had their baby on June 12th. Now, here's the craziest part. The baby girl... Is also named Reese. Reese Jr. Reese Jr. The girl. <laughs> hey, why not? Why, I mean, why not? Bucking convention, right? Switching it up a little. I mean, bit. I kind of like the name Reese for a girl a lot, but I just find Reese it, Witherspoon. Uh, yeah, but it's spelled, but it's spelled the same way he spells his name Reese, which is with the C, which oh. I kind of, I kind of like that version too. But I just find it weird. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not judging. The baby is in perfect health. Mom did have a little bit of complications after she had the baby, but all is good, all is well. Everyone is healthy and healthy and happy now, and we're really excited to see how this storyline progresses on the season because we didn't even know that she is pregnant on the show yet. And I think everyone will be as shocked as we were to find out that she has a baby on a way with this new man. It's crazy because in the first season, I remember they were dealing with Jeff's CTE issues, yes, right, and how to pr progress from that. 
And suddenly it's like a complete 180 and they're in totally different places. But yeah, I'm excited for the second season for sure. I know you and Kelsey are covering it. I mean, Southern Charm Nola is the gift that keeps on giving. If you guys aren't watching, you should be. Um, But speaking of the Southern Charm universe, um, we have some news coming out from Southern Charm OG. And this is not the best news. So as everyone knows, the big drama of this season is... Um, Thomas Ravenal and his alleged um, sexual assault allegations to which he could be going to jail for. Now, originally, Catherine lost all of the rights to her children because she had failed a drug and alcohol test, but that was given to her. She ended up getting 50-50 custody back of her children. But now there is another legal battle between Ravenel and Dennis um, about their children. And he's actually claiming that Um, people from Bravo TV watch what happens live and has even named Andy Cohen in this lawsuit, claiming that these are agents of Bravo working to disparage him publicly to help him lose the battle, to make him lose the battle of all the legalities going on. Yeah. He's not winning this battle, right? He is not winning this battle. And he's also trying to say that on a May episode of watch what happens live when Dennis was with um, Patricia, and they did a great, it was a great watch what happens live. She was a little bit awkward. You can tell she's very nervous, but that's just her in general. She gets uh, high anxiety. You could tell she was not right, but it was still a really good episode. He's claiming that she appeared highly intoxicated on drugs and or alcohol. He's such a shyster. Right? He is such a shyster. Nobody likes this guy. If you're a fan of him out there. I don't think anyone's a fan of him except for that new girl, Eliza, because they're family friends. But like T-Rav is trash. He's trash and he's going to lose. I mean, I really hope for the sake of Catherine Catherine and the the children who are just the cutest little things in the entire world that this just, you know, this ends soon because... She does not need to have this stress anymore. And I think that's what's causing a lot of this anxiety that was very palpable on Watch What Happens Live. You know, she's going through something that's insane that I don't think any of us could even imagine Uh, at such a young age. I'm the same age as Catherine Dennis. We're both 26 years old. I can't imagine having two kids and my former, you know, partner being accused of sexual assault on such a grand scheme, like in scale. And her life has been scrutinized on television for six plus years now. And she used to be the villain before Ashley kind of Because no one knew. No one knew. I mean, Catherine was going through so much and T-Rab was so bad to her that it made her look crazy. And she was, you know, she was drinking. She was young. She was in her early 20s. She was a 21-year-old girl. Like, who wasn't doing crazy shit back then? And I think she's had an evolution, right? She's had such an evolution. And Patricia, who's the, you know queen the matriarch of the show in general has really extended her wing extended her hand to her and really just shown her the way and the poise is just i i for me Catherine is acting a little childish this season but overall her growth has been amazing former rivals and now her and patricia are a duo those two patricia (laughs) and Catherine. well let's move up the coast a little bit we're still staying on the east side and that is because we need to talk about summer house if y'all know me you know i love summer house it's probably my favorite show on bravo by the way you got to tell ramona that because ramona thinks charleston is on the west coast i mean did you see that watch yeah because avery (laughs) and craig yeah craig and avery first of all it's never gonna happen yeah andy suggests that if y'all haven't seen it and then Ramona goes, well, I don't think it's possible because they're on opposite coasts. Ramona, check out a map, please. 
She doesn't need to. All she needs is in New York. Um, but yeah. Ageless New- by Ramona. <laughs> but in New York, uh, in the Hamptons, uh, Summer Montauk. House is filmed, which is a great show. And we saw a big shakeup in the cast this season with the introduction of three new cast members joining five former. Now it looks like the cast is getting shaken up again. Rumor is that they have started filming already for season four. And two people from the original team are no longer part of the show now armin who do you think this would be just offhand like what's one person that you think is not going to be asked Uh, jordan for sure well you're right (laughs) jordan veroy and danielle Oliveira are not being asked for next season now i didn't think danielle was coming back after season two which was her first season yeah because she was very low-key she actually had a much better season three she did but but it's still still not that interesting to be honest she doesn't draw you in her most interesting narrative was the one that she had with jordan that's true and then she found this new man and i mean things seem to be going good so she doesn't have really in the drama in the house and this season she wasn't in the house most of the time anyway she was always late or running to her job or she had other stuff to do so i mean this doesn't come as a shock we don't know yet if they're going to be replaced by new cast members or if these two are just going to be dropped. We don't know if any former cast members are coming back either. But do not be sad if these were two of your favorites. Because Bravo has said... Um, well, not Bravo. But a source close to Bravo said <laughs> that they'll still be on the show. But they won't be back living in the house. So they're not going to be main cast. They could be recurring. We've seen this before when um, Ashley. Ashley was on the show. And she you know, wasn't living in New York anymore. And she was she in San was, Diego. She was in San Diego. And she would pop in here and there hang out with her sister, throw a watermelon. It's all good. (laughs) Things happen. So Jordan, we're looking for something bigger than a watermelon that you're going to throw and maybe you'll be back next season. Yeah, the dynamic just wasn't working. Even though he was at the center of a lot of drama, you got to tell the truth at some point. You have to be a little vulnerable. You, You can't just be constantly hiding and we'll see what happens next year. I think the strongest cast members are... Paige and Hannah, to be honest. So as long as they come back, I'm happy. I highly doubt Bravo would not have them back because they have done a fantastic job. Um, but now for the big story. The big one? The big one of this week. So we are jumping coast. We are heading back to Cali. We're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Uh, <laughs> specifically, Orange County. The OC. The OC. Now, Anyone who's watched OC knows the story of Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds. Megan is Jim's third wife. Um, He has children with his former wives. You know, clearly it's hard for him to keep them locked down because it looks like there is more drama coming out surrounding him and his alleged infidelity. Now, this week, allaboutthetea.com posted a story detailing an affair that Jim had with a mistress called the Baseball Madame (laughs) in March 2018. Now, what's specific about the March 2018 date is that this is the time when Megan was pregnant with twins Hart and Hayes. So while she was pregnant, he was having this alleged affair. He had sent her DMs and they were talking and flirting, you know, doing some dirty text, dirty Insta, whatever DMs, I mean... We all know about sliding in the DMs, um, but he was very... Sexting, if you will. Yeah. I mean, there was pictures. I mean, there's inappropriate things being said. It's just... 
He was pulling an Anthony Weiner. It was, yeah, it was gross. And it's hard to see, you know, her go through this because you really root for her. And I mean, she's the third wife, so you hope it's not going to happen. And I mean, there was even comments made by the other woman on the show about Megan and how, you know, Jim has this history and like people were a little bit bitchy and making their comments. And now it seems that the comments might've been a little bit more Italian than we had thought. Right. And it's interesting that he was having an affair or at least a emotional affair with the baseball madame because he is a former professional baseball player. He's claiming that this was more of a setup and how so? Uh, that, I mean, he, you know, she reached out to him, like there wasn't the initial So you connection. don't have to do anything. And, you know, that she does this with other men. He knows other men that she's done this to. Do you know why they call her the baseball madame? Other than the fact that she clearly must sleep with an, a lot of professional baseball I players. I think she's known around the industry as this person who's kind of like. She's like MLB specific. She's like yeah. NFL, She's like, NBA. I don't care if you play football. I don't care if you can touch a basketball. NHL, as long forget NHL. As you can swing that bat, honey, you're getting at me. <laughs> that is what the baseball She wants a bat says. swinger. She wants them swinging them bats right right there. So them bats and balls. If you can pitch it, she'll about. catch it. You know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes two to play baseball, honey. So. <laughs> it takes two to play <laughs> I actually think it takes 18. Or two. Or two. It takes two to pitch and catch. Let's put it that way. I mean, it takes two to play baseball. Sports. You need a baseball game? Just get two people and you got a ball got, game. Uh, but... But, you know, on your original point of feeling terrible for Megan King Edmonds, jokes aside, she really does seem like a very kind, sweet person. She is. She only wants a, the best. She's a former housewife, I know. It's been a while. She wasn't she didn't have a long tenure. But from what I saw, she really seems like a genuine person. And as she is going through pregnancy, he's going around it's talking to other women. Sexed in the base madams. Well, what's interesting about this story is most of the time these stories kind of float around and no one confirms them. No one denies them. And Megan has actually stepped out ahead of everything and released a blog post on her website. So if you guys want to go check it out, go to megankedmonds.com and search for the post. I'm sad. It's literally titled. I'm sad. That's rough. It's really rough. But and it's a tough read, but it's actually very well written to it's her credit. Fantastic. There are some like punchy, powerful lines. But as Kevin, can you O'Keefe, pull some out right now? Yeah, I, I have. I have a few. But as Kevin O'Keefe said um, on Twitter, this is like Tati Westbrook level camp. Yes. Like, if you guys don't know who Tati Westbrook is, it is the video that she posts. She's the one, the beauty guru with the James Charles video yeah. that blew up where she was like, I trusted him. He was like an 18-year-old boy, all this stuff. It is very that. I mean, she gets her point across. I understand where she's coming from. But there's lines in this, too, that I'm like, Megan. I think this post may get, like, a few hundred thousand looks at best, right? Like nowhere near the amount of attention that Tati Westbrook's video has garnered, which last I saw was in the 40 to 50 million views. However, I think this post will endure. 
oh, more well. than the Tati Westbrook video, which basically has already been, you know, deconstructed and people have kind of turned on Tati Westbrook. I don't know. That whole thing is kind of so rote. But this post, Eddie, I genuinely believe is going to endure. It is, for one, I think infallible. Like, you're not going to ever turn on Megan King Edmonds in no. this situation like you could Tati Westbrook. Um, and it's also really this like emotional, vulnerable text that like it's hard not to just be like, oh my God, I feel so bad for you. But also this is crazy that you're writing this. <laughs> well, it starts off with her kind of just laying out all the facts. She says, I found out the same way you guys did, the tabloids. I never left a voicemail for the other woman. Now, on the original post, there was this voicemail that was supposedly making King Edmonds. It was not true. So we're not even going to give that a, another thought. No. And this is Detective Megan King Edmonds. Yeah. She would tell you the truth if she, she left would. that voicemail. She said she called Jimmy and he confessed to me that he had exchanged lewd photos with this woman over the course of several months and never, and a physical relationship never existed. He paid her off to protect me, so I'd never find out. Yet here I am writing about it. Do I believe What him? a line. I don't know. I don't trust him anymore. Physical or not, he still had an affair that he admits this to me. I can't believe that she's like, yeah, my husband did this. And she's being so raw and vulnerable about it. But then... There's a couple great lines in there, Eddie. But then you, you get have to, to pull them out. Then you get to this stuff. I don't care about my stupid massive house. I don't care about my new car. I don't care about my diamonds. What does all of that mean when I can't have my most basic needs met? It means nothing. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> then this is my favorite line. So she's basically um, talking about how, you know, it's easy for someone to, you know, do these things. And so she says, marriage is a choice. Every damn day. And there's periods between every damn day. Because, you know, mm. she's a white girl from OC who has to prove her point by saying <laughs> every damn day. On the days I hate him. On the days I want to run from him. On the days I get approached by some hot dude on Instagram luring me with trips or money or whatever the hell as some slimy people do. What? <laughs> it's so dramatic. Yet you can't forget that this is someone actually writing about the dissolution of their marriage no and that's true she that's even, what's wild about it she even says she's like my wedding ring is a fraud she's like this mm. this is what i wear it symbolizes fraud that is the line that got me really it symbolizes fraud now my wedding ring symbolizes fraud i mean to be honest it takes a lot of bravery for her to come out with something that is this deep personal and revealing and at the same time it is in perfect housewives fashion because this is the also the craziest thing i've ever read in my life because she has to put in those things about like the stupid house or the guys on instagram it's almost like she's trying to make him and other people jealous too of her situation but like not it's a very weird like oc show up way of doing this revealing post and I like how Kevin O'Keefe put it, a camped up version of Tati Westbrook's takedown video. 2019 is all about camp. It, the Met Gala <laughs> knew it. Anna Wintour knew it, as always. Everyone when does knew. she not know it? Literally, right? camp is in and Megan King Edmonds is making camp of her situation. But in all realness and seriousness, we here at Hot and Bravo are sending our love and support. To yeah, make we don't want to make a light of it. We don't want to make no. a joke out of it. This is something so hard that she's going through. And what makes it even worse is that this is coming in a very 
hard time. Um, her one-year-old, now they are testing for a neurological disorder. Um, and this is something that they've been struggling with. So this on top of that, it's like basically like two big life crises slapped her in the face at once. One, she's going through a medical emergency with her child. Two, her husband has been emotionally cheating on her and having an affair via a very, very pub- public platform, which sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, the bravery of Megan King Edmonds is beyond. Um, and we're just here to send our support. But, I mean, that was kind of the big news this week in Bravo. But, Armin, as always, we have to do our hot and bravoed moment of the week. Also, Eddie, really quickly... For the listeners, if y'all want to check out next week's This Week in Bravo, why don't you check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash hot and bravoed. Uh, You can see how you can support us and also receive a plethora of benefits, including every other This Week in Bravo, because we do this on a weekly basis, but every other week goes only on our Patreon for you know, people who support us monthly. And we also record four additional Reality Rewind podcasts a month. In addition to all that, you get access to monthly interactive chats and you get um, discount on merch. There are so much, but, you know, just check it out because it takes a lot to put this podcast together, a lot of resources, a ton of time. And if y'all could support us, we would really appreciate it. And we want to give back to you guys who are supporting us just a little bit extra sorry eddie back to the hot and bravo moment of the week i just wanted to shout shout it out we got to shout out the patreon it's so cool and we put so much exclusive content on there that i'm sure you guys would absolutely love so definitely if you enjoy the show if you enjoy kind of when we do a little bit deeper dives and have a little bit more fun check out the patreon it is well worth your time and the two bucks to ten bucks it's two bucks two bucks two bucks a month there are higher tiers but everything i mentioned you get for two bucks a month all of that that's nothing. And that way you could find out our weekly Hot and Bravo moments of the week. So let's get to this week's Hot and Bravo moments from the week. And we are going to be pulling from the four Bravo shows that we are covering right now. And here's a little fun fact for y'all. We'll be covering every single show on Bravo come July. So if you are missing a show that we are not covering, do not worry. It's all going to be here soon. It's coming. It's all happening. All right. So Give from, me the nominees. So here are the nominees for this week's Hot and bravo So from Real Housewives Beverly Hills, we have... Kyle Richards admitting that she has an eating disorder in relation to Amelia Gray's revelation that she will be a nutritionist and psychologist to help others like her. On New York, we have The Life Is Not a Cabaret Meltdown to Go Down in History by Bethany Frankel. From Southern Charmed Nola, we have Reagan forcing her new boyfriend, Reese, to have a one-on-one conversation with her (laughs) ex-husband, Jeff, at her jewelry show. And finally, from Southern Chime OG, we have Catherine Dennis breaking down in the fabric store with Craig, speaking about what she will be doing if she has to become a single mother because of T-Rab's allegations. Now, Armin, what was the moment that got you the most hot and bravoed? And I think there's really only one answer this week. We could almost skip this week because it's so obvious. It is Bethany's life is not a cabaret meltdown. It was batshit insane if you guys have not watched it yet please first of all catch up on the entire miami trip from new york and then get to this luann is as delusional as they come and bethany has reached her boiling point she is having a full-on panic attack 
full on. It looks like her chest is like caving in on her. She can barely breathe. It's actually scary. Dorinda is screaming out, I think you're having a heart attack. I think you're having a heart attack. And before that, Ramona and Sonia are crying. Tinsley's drunk. (laughs) Tinsley's wasted, slurring her words, which, by the way, Lou, is fine. Yeah, no, it was peak Tinsley. It was probably one of the favorite Tinsleys I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, and Lou, you've been there before. Yeah, when Luan was like, excuse me, what did you say? Like, "Mm, shut up. Stop it, Lou. We're not all feeling Giovanni, which was another big thing that came out this week that we forgot to mention. Right. Did you see the feeling Giovanni video? Of course. Feeling Giovanni. My least favorite person was in it, Murray Hill. Murray Hill was in it. Yeah, he was. I hate. He had a brief, he had a brief cameo. Like Luann stopped giving Murray Hill a platform. (laughs) It's never going to happen. She loves Murray Hill. I don't get it. I do not understand. But that's showbiz. Showbiz. <laughs> well, I have to agree that my hot and bravo moment this week is the Life is Not a Cabaret Bethany Frankel meltdown from Miami. Um, that could go on like that could go on list. like a hot and bravoed all time moments list. At the end of the year, we are going to do a year in review yes. hot and bravoed moment, and we will take the top, top. Like 10? Yes. And funnel them down, go one-on-one, have a little bracket, and figure out what was the hot and bravo moment of the year. And honestly, it might be this. But it we might don't, be this. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's to come. Potomac is putting up a good fight. Potomac has been bringing the heat. So we will have to see what happens. But that's it for this week, for this week in Bravo, getting you the scoop on all your Bravo Liberty news. Make sure you guys don't miss a single episode by supporting us on patreon.com slash hot and bravoed and as always subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure that you don't miss any of our recaps we really so appreciate all the support and we will talk to you guys next time